Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the annual plan and also to download a training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. So does your company have a new or renewed focus on a diversity initiative and you and your team are tasked with identifying um, both your new and your existing vendors as diverse? Can you just give your vendor master file to someone and get it back with diverse vendors identified? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 182. Three options to identify diverse suppliers in your vendor master file. All right. So right off the bat, I want to let you know, I am not going to do like a deep dive into the different types of diversity certifications. Uh, I'm actually going to leave that to a future podcast that I will have either the last week in April or the first week in May, because I have a guest coming on that knows all about it. So make sure you check that episode uh, or that upcoming episode out. So today I really want to talk about um, uh, a biggest question or the most often or frequently asked question that I've been getting in the past month, and it's been how to identify diverse suppliers. I've had accounts payable teams contacting me. Actually, I had accounts payable teams contacting me starting last year, but it's really bumped up this year. I've had accounts payable teams contacting me. I've had procurement teams contacting me, and I've even had some third-party providers uh, contacting me as well because they are being asked by their clients. Um, So it appears that many companies are creating or focusing more on their diversity initiatives now. A couple of those teams that reached out just wanted to give their vendor master file to somebody, anybody, to bump it up against a list of diverse vendors to see if their existing vendors have been identified in one of the diversity classifications. So I set out to do some research to see what was out there. Uh, And I do have three options, but before I talk about those, I do want to uh, make one distinction, and that is between diversity classifications and diversity certifications. Now, 
starting with diversity classifications, uh, they are really just diversity categories such as minority-owned, women-owned, veteran-owned, small business, etc. These business owners, uh, vendors can self-certify in these diversity classifications or they can be certified by a third party uh, in these diversity uh, classifications. And that is what we mean by diversity certification. So when they are certified by a third party, there is usually a certificate issued um, with an expiration date after which they have to recertify. Um, that third party uh, can be a government entity like a city, state, county, or federal uh, government entity, or it can be different like a nonprofit or a for-profit organization. And these entities, uh, third-party uh, uh, certifiers, can report these certifications in searchable resources um, such as SAM.gov, or other, uh, other resources or databases as well, which you'll see um, those come in handy. Okay, so the question is, how do you find out if your new and or existing vendors are diverse vendors, if they fall into any of those diversity classifications, and if they are certified by a third party within those diversity classifications? Okay, so the first option is to simply ask them. So either on your vendor setup form, in your vendor self-registration portal, or in a separate survey that you send out to them. So add that diversity or those diversity classifications that are important to your company and maybe in other field so they can write in a different option, add them to your vendor setup form. I currently have available for um, my vendor process team training pass members or in the toolkit um, that you can purchase on my site, a W-9, uh, IRS W-9 substitute form. It's really an IRS W-9 uh, combined with a vendor setup form so you can ask more information like diversity classifications, have them self-certify there. And if you, uh, if you have that vendor set up form, then you can include that information. Uh, and if they uh, are or have been certified by a third party, uh, you can ask them to identify the certifying, certifying party and or ask the expiration date and then have them submit the certification or the certificate that they received at that time. So just ask them. I will tell you, though, um, that when I was a practitioner, um, diversity reporting um, for me, because I was an accounts payable, diversity reporting was handled by a separate diversity team. And every so often we would get a file from that team 
that would have us update our diversity uh, classifications on the vendor master file. Now, I don't know where they were getting that information from. I was too busy dealing with fraud and, you know, 2000 vendor requests per month. And so I didn't ask a lot of questions as long as it came from an internal team member. We didn't use those. I'm sure uh, that group pulled it for reporting. But I will also tell you that we had it on our uh, uh, substitute W-9 form. We just didn't require that that form be submitted. As long as someone or a vendor submitted a W-9 form along with the other requirements we had, we never asked for that substitute form. But that was the only form that had the options for the suppliers to tell us if they belonged in a diversity classification and if they were certified in it. So uh, just keep that in mind. If you do add it, if you want to ask your vendors, and I recommend that you do, um, that you put it on your vendor uh, setup form. If you've combined it with the uh, IRS W-9 form, then uh, uh, add it to your IRS W-9 substitute form. Again, that's a combination of the IRS W-9 and the vendor setup form. And then require the vendors to uh, complete that section. And also, if they say they are certified, um, they have that they have diversity certifications required that they upload or submit with, uh, with their vendor setup form the a copy of that certification. And if you have a vendor self-registration portal, uh, all portals are, you know, are different. Uh, some have more features than others, but some portals will allow you or will um, allow the vendor to select um, their diversity classification and then identify if they are certified and then also upload that certification. So if you have a vendor self-registration portal or are uh, getting together your ROI for that approval of the project or you're right in the middle of the project, make sure that you include uh, the question of whether or not they have diversity certification uh, options um, available to be added to that your vendor's registration. All right, so that was the first option was to ask them. The second option is to pay a third-party provider that specializes in diversity data enrichment. Now, there are probably more than uh, options than I have here, but I am aware of two companies that specialize in finding diversity data. These companies would be the answer to the question um, that I had from a couple of teams that asked uh, about where they could give their vendor master file to with their existing vendors and bump it up against a database of diverse vendor data to see if there was a match. Now, the first one is called Supplier Gateway. Now, I haven't talked to them, but according to their website, they offer diversity data enrichment where they will 
bump up your vendor master file against their millions of records and identify diversity classifications and any diversity certifications. Um, You also have the ability to do an instant refresh. Uh, They do have an annual subscription pay model, so you'll want to check that out. And They also offer other services such as diversity reporting, where you can upload your spend and track spend with diverse vendors. Uh, They also have diverse supplier search. So if you're looking for diverse suppliers, you can uh, do a search and find them there. And plus they have some other uh, features uh, as well and services. So you want to check them out, but they definitely have the diversity data enrichment where if you give them or upload, um, whatever that process is, your existing vendor, uh, records, then they can definitely see if they have, uh, identified those vendors, uh, in diversity classifications and whether or not they have diversity certifications. So the second provider or third-party provider is supplier.io. Now, if you've been in this space for a while, you may remember uh, a company called CVM. That company has rebranded to supplier.io. And what I like about supplier.io is they give you a free sample assessment where you can upload up to 5,000 vendors and do what they call a flash data enrichment, which should be available for you in minutes. Now, I actually have talked to this company and I do know that the uh, that flash data enrichment uh, sample report is really only a sample of what you get. They can also provide the same way a supplier gateway um, vendor spend reporting uh, based on um, diversity vendors, so they can uh, tell you uh, what your diversity spend uh, is. And so uh, that flash data enrichment is a, an abbreviated report, but it can give you some information and it can definitely uh, give you an idea of what they can uh, what they can provide. And it is at no cost, so it's it's worth trying. Now you will need to contact them. Uh, about price. Um, One other thing about supplier.io is that for the past four years, they have done a survey on the state of supplier diversity. Now their 2021 report based on that survey is out um, or was published in October of 2021. And so I will link to that uh, report in the show notes and uh, supplier.io is the supplier that is going to come on a future episode of this podcast. Again, either the last uh, week, uh, Thursday in April or the first Thursday uh, in May. And so make sure you come back for that if you're interested. But I will link that uh, copy of that 2021 state of the supplier, um, uh, state of supplier diversity report in the show notes. So these are the companies that specialize, that I could find anyway, that specialize in diversity data enrichment, um, where you can just give them a file and they will give it back to you, identifying diverse suppliers uh, and whether they have a certification or not. 
But there are some other third-party providers that um, provide uh, this service or could provide this service, although it's not their prime uh, function or the prime service that they offer. And this includes uh, companies like Dun & Bradstreet, which you're probably already aware of, and then also uh, a a third party that provides vendor self-registration portals in addition to some other AP automation services. And that is uh, Apex Analytics. And they have a smart VM app that um, houses millions of golden vendor records. And so uh, that could also include the diversity data enrichment um, service that you're looking for. And I'm sure there are other third-party providers, other companies out there that can provide the same thing, maybe as an add-on service to their um, primary service that they offer you. Um, if you are aware of, though, uh, any additional third-party providers that specialize in diversity data enrichment, make sure you uh, reach out to me and let me know. Because I will certainly share that with um, the listeners and my subscribers so they have additional uh, options uh, when it comes to that diversity data enrichment if they are going to a third-party provider uh, to gain that, uh, that information. But if you have, you know, a, a third-party provider that you're already working with on different AP automation initiatives, check with them and see if diversity data may be something that they could provide as well. Now that is a great segue to option number three, and that is to utilize my vendor master file cleanup service. Now I don't consider myself a third party provider. I actually consider myself um, more like you if you're that accounts payable P2P vendor team member that when you have to clean up your vendor master file, it's a uh, manual process. And so you go through the steps of that manual process. I consider myself um, more along that practitioner line where you give me your vendor master file and I will do everything that you would have done. And so because of that, I do offer um, that vendor master file cleanup service, and I've been offering it for the past almost four years now. And as a part of the vendor master file cleanup, I already identify vendors that should be inactivated, um, those vendors that are duplicate vendors, and I recommend which ones should be the surviving vendors. And I redo all the validations to make sure no information has changed or that your vendors have not been added to a watch list since you uh, last onboarded them. And those are great. Um, but in the past 60 days, I have added as an add-on service two things. The first one is bank account ownership validations for vendors that have U.S. banks. And then the second thing is the diversity data enrichment. So this is where I take your vendor master file and I uh, upload it to my source and I check to see if they are listed for 18 different diversity classifications and then also check them for diversity certifications within those 18 diversity classifications from 370 sources. So if you know your vendor master file is in need of cleanup 
and you have an initiative to identify diverse suppliers, this might be a great option for you. Or if all you want is diversity data enrichment and you don't want to do any research or third-party providers don't want to sign up with one of the companies and or do the work yourself, then reach out to me. I will put a link in the show notes to my quote page and I will provide a quote for you. All I need is the uh, accounting system or ERP that you're using along with the number of uh, active vendors that you're going to send me. And I can give you a quote either same day or next day. And uh, I do deliver that quote via a very quick meeting. So it is a quick turnaround time. So uh, make sure you click that link to go to my page so you get a quote if you are interested. Okay, so there you have it. Hopefully you are able to identify at least one or two options that you can look into, do a little bit more research to see if it fits uh, your business. And I will include the links to um, the suppliers that I, or third-party providers that I mentioned in the show notes. And be sure to come back either the last week in April or the first week in May, because I will have supplier.io on, and it's not just going to be a selling thing. They're really going to be talking about the diversity classifications, a little bit more detail on what those are, um, as well as their sources for the diversity certifications, really give us a great education uh, on those two items. So make sure you come back so you can hear that, uh, that podcast episode. Oh, and I can also have them talk about their 2021 state of supplier diversity report that was just published in October. So make sure you come back for that. All right. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 182nd episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.